upon the conqueror. And Thesa did not depart from this custom, for she presently dismissed all the princes and knights whom Pericles had vanquished, and distinguished him by her especial favour and regard, crowning him with the wrath of victory, as king of that day's happiness. And Pericles became a most passionate lover of this beauteous princess from the first moment he beheld her. The good Simonides so well approved of the valour and noble qualities of Pericles, who was indeed a most accomplished gentleman, and well learned in all excellent arts, that though he knew not the rank of this royal stranger, for Pericles, for fear of Antiochus, gave out that he was a private gentleman of Tyre, yet did not Simonides disdain to accept the valiant unknown for a son-in-law, when he perceived his daughter's affections were firmly fixed upon him. Pericles had not been many months married to Taser before he received intelligence that his enemy Antiochus was dead and that his subjects of Tyre, impatient of his long absence, threatened to revolt and talked of placing Helicanus upon his vacant throne. This news came from Helicanus himself, who, being a loyal subject to his royal master, would not accept the high dignity offered him, but sent to let Pericles know their intentions, that he might return home and resume his lawful right. It was a matter of great surprise and joy to Simonides, to kind that his son-in-law, the obscure knight, was the renowned Prince of Tyre. Yet again he regretted that he was not the private gentleman he supposed him to be, seeing that he must now part both with his admired son-in-law and his beloved daughter, whom he feared to trust to the perils of the sea, because Thaser was his child, and Pericles himself wished her to remain with her father till after her confinement. But the poor lady so earnestly desired to go with her husband that at last they consented, hoping she would reach Tyre before she was brought to bed. The sea was no friendly element to unhappy Pericles, for long before they reached Tyre another dreadful tempest arose, which so terrified Thesa that she was taken ill, and in a short space of time her nurse, like a reader, came to Pericles with a little child in her arms to tell the prince the sad tidings that his wife had died the moment her little babe was born. She held the babe towards its father, saying, here is a thing too young for such a place. This is the child of your dead queen. No tongue can tell the dreadful sufferings of Pericles when he heard his wife was dead. As soon as he could speak, he said, O oh, you gods, why do you make us love your goodly gifts and then snatch those gifts away? Patience, good sir, said Lycoreda. Here is all that is left alive of our dead queen, a little daughter and for your child's sake be more manly. Patience, good sir, even for the sake of this precious charge. Pericles took the newborn infant in his arms, and he said to the little babe, Now may your life be mild, for a more blusterous birth had never babe. May your condition be mild and gentle, for you have the rudest welcome that ever Prince's child did meet with. May that which follows be happy, for you have had as chiding a nativity as fire, air, water, earth and heaven could make to herald you from the womb. Even at the first, your loss, meaning in the death of her mother, is more than all the joys which you shall find upon this earth to which you are come a new visitor shall be able to recompense.
The storm still continuing to rage furiously, and the sailors having a superstition that while a dead body remained in the ship, the storm would never cease, they came to Pericles to demand that his queen should be thrown overboard. And they said, What courage, sir? God save you. Courage enough, said the sorrowing prince. I do not fear the storm. It has done to me its worst. Yet for the love of this poor infant, this fresh new seafarer, I wish the storm was over. Sir, said the sailors, your queen must overboard. The sea works high, the wind is loud, and the storm will not abate till the ship cleared of the dead. Though Pericles knew how weak and unfounded this superstition was, yet he patiently submitted, saying, As you think meet, then she must overboard, most wretched queen. And now this unhappy prince went to take a last view of his dear wife, and as he looked on his thaser, he said, A terrible childbed hast thou had, my dear. No light.